0: And welcome once again to This Week in MCU, the weekly after-show talking all things Marvel Cinematic Universe related. I am Kurt, and with me, as always, is Sunraven. Hey. Hey, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing alright. Do you happen to have any news from around the MCU? Uh, I
1: didn't get a chance to look for anything, but since we're doing this again tomorrow, I'll have some for tomorrow. Cool,
0: yeah. I mean, because obviously the big news is that Thor is, opens yeah. this weekend, right? So yeah. I'm going uh, shortly after the show gets done. Um, I have a ticket for 1 o'clock. Nice. And uh, I'm going to be seeing it in 3D, which mm. I usually am on the fence about, but I figure there's going to be some galactic components to this. So, yeah, let me know how that is, may work out. Uh,
1: yeah, I haven't watched a 3D release in forever. Yeah,
0: I generally don't bother, because I find that the lighting in them is dimmer, generally. Um, so, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, so, yeah, I, I can't wait. Did you see any new Marvel trailers when you went and saw it?
1: Uh, no, I don't think there was any Marvel stuff at all.
0: Huh. Interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean the only, the only stuff. I mean, we got uh, uh, the She Hulk show coming coming soon. That's in August, so right. that's coming up. But you didn't see that as a trailer, right? No, the that was that wasn't a trailer or anything. I don't I don't think there was any Marvel trailers at all. Okay.
0: All right. Well, cool. Uh, we'll see what happens. I'll, it'll be interesting to see what I see trailer wise. Um, I know yeah. that the last movie they were like seven or eight trailers it was a little crazy
1: there was a bunch there wasn't anything that i was really i mean there was a couple that were that i already seen that i'm looking forward to like bullet train and stuff like that yeah um they're pushing nope really hard i saw like you know pre pre preview stuff for it post preview stuff for it just a bunch of stuff for nope so you know i'm not my not my thing but yeah,
0: looks fun. I uh, I think I saw the first trailer for Nope at the last Marvel movie, um, mm. and and I and I, I I think the the title's brilliant because yeah. you can just see people looking up in the sky and going Nope Nope <laughs> just I'm out of here. All right, so um, all right, cool. Let's go ahead and uh, jump in. If you want to follow us, you can follow us on Twitch.tv slash vo by Kurt or subscribe to the podcast by going to anchor.fm slash this-week-in-mcu or just search for This Week in MCU wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to watch us live, we can generally be found at at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time on VO by Kurt on Twitch, Uh, but the best thing to do is just to follow me on Twitch or on Twitter uh, at VO by Kurt, and you'll know when we go live. If you have any comments, questions, suggestions, you can send an email to thisweekinmcu at gmail.com. And if you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we will read your review live during the recording of the show. And then finally, if you have not seen the episode, this will contain spoilers. A lot of them. So go watch the episode and then come back and listen. You've been warned. You've been warned. Okay. This is episode five of Ms. Marvel entitled Time and Again. We get a previously on, as usual, and then we get we move to the Marvel logo flip where we get the scenes from all the movies, except it transitions into a sepia tone slash black and white type thing. Yeah. Which transitions into an old timey newsreel video. Um, that was
1: really cool. I really like how they did the, uh, the Marvel logo for this one. Yeah,
0: it was very cool. And uh, so we opened to a newsreel, and they're talking about the partition and India gaining independence um, and the, the the partitioning, basically, which is India separating from Pakistan, um, and India is more secular and Pakistan is, is more Muslim. And so what it looked like was happening was the Muslims were being shuffled off, basically, um, out of India. Um, there were two sections, what I've learned, <laughs> is there were two sections of India that were partitioned off for, for Pakistan uh, Pakistanis. And it was Pakistan on the left-hand side of the country and East Pakistan on the right-hand side of the country, which became Bangladesh later so uh, so we we see all that and we find um, they they show us that it's 1942 and Aisha is being chased by a British soldier and she flips around and uh, throws a dagger in his chest and dude dies and we get the Ms. Marvel title screens, however I believe it's shown in English once, with a kind of a Union Jack in, in behind it, and then it appears, because I there, it, there were a lot of different languages involved in this, um, it's not just Urdu this time. Um, and it appears that they all say Ms. Marvel, but but I, I just couldn't tr- get the translator to work on all of them. So, but by all accounts, we saw some Urdu, some Hindi, some Bengali, some Telugu, and Punjabi, and there might have been some other ones in there. Uh, uh, Tamil, I think, might have been in there as well. Um, That's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It was, it was just a lot. And and I didn't figure it all out on my own. I, I watched some videos to, to help me with that. Uh, But they were just trying to show everything uh, as related to Ms. Marvel. So, okay. So, but there was a lot of these different slides with the different languages going through. And one of the ones, one of the slides, I was able to freeze frame on a couple. And one of of them is the resettlement card for the Khan family from 1942, I think. No, 1947, I think they said. In that one, and another one was an old timey. It looked like the old Universal uh, Pictures um, movie logo with the with the spinning globe, and it and it said Marvel Studios presents, um, and and I don't. I it it probably said Miss Marvel in whichever language it was showing at the time, and but it said Marvel Studios presents a sloth baby production, nineteen forty seven.
1: Oh, nice. and it was
0: all in black and white it was very cool um, and then uh, we flip to the show and now we're, we're in the marketplace and we see this dude talking about Indian independence and he's quoting Gandhi um, and basically trying to get people to stand their ground and British soldiers show up and break up the crowd but Aisha is there, and she's watching. And presumably this is right after she left the cave where they found the bangle. So that's what it looks like the timeline is showing. So uh, we then flip to her, and she's sleeping under a tree. And the dude who was basically talking in the marketplace about independence um, finds Aisha under the tree and pokes her with a stick. And Aisha like grabs the stick and... like wh- ready to defend herself and the dude's just going yeah so cool just stop trampling on my roses and we're, we're good uh, but if you need you look like you need some rest and some food so I got a place right there it's like like right there the cottage right there and she's going yeah no I'm good and we flip to Liar. night yeah she's definitely lying we flip to <laughs> nighttime, and she still hasn't taken him up on it she's still standing under the tree and then she says, ah, man, I am hungry. And she goes inside. <laughs> and he offers her food. And she finally takes it. And it immediately looks like Aisha is starting to be taken with the guy. And his name is Hassan. Um, and, and we start flipping through the years a little bit. Where um, we see a daytime scene and Aisha... Uh, basically talks about he he's so Hassan has a limp uh and it might have been from an accident who knows uh might have been from an attack with from the from the british or, or something I, it's just not clear but he has a limp and he walks with a walking stick um which is literally just like a branch
1: like a stick yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and so she presents him with a polished up cane which it wasn't clear to me but she may have made it uh maybe i mean cuz it seemed to be a bit uh, higher end.
1: Oh, definitely, Give, given end.
0: given the the state of the area that they're in and whatnot, you know, it just didn't look like you'd find something like that in the marketplace. Um, I mean, you may you may have, but but it just it, it to me, I kind of read it as she made it. But regardless, she presents him with the cane, and she basically says, "Yeah, here is something that might actually help you walk." Um, (laughs) she, so she gives it to him, um, and clearly a relationship has evolved at this point, because she gives him the cane, and then they zoom down, and she is full-on pregnant. Yeah. Um. So, so, like,
1: how long has that been?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, months anyway, right? I mean. Yeah. So, um we flip again into the future and the baby's here and Aisha's is, is sitting over the crib and and singing to the baby and um the whole time Aisha's been wearing the bangle and we find out the baby is Sana which is Kamala's grandmother yep um and and again we flip a, a few years later and the and Sana is a toddler uh, and there's a knock at the door and everybody kind of tenses up because they, they think it's the british I'm trying to kick him out and it's rohan a neighbor bringing milk and vegetables and hassan is like i'm not going to take any charity and because he's he's what we're seeing is the muslims are being shunned yeah and because the and, and being kind of told yeah you guys need to leave now uh, now that we're independent, you guys need to go and sit in your corner. Uh, but everybody was together against the
1: British, and the British broke everybody up.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: And got out clean.
0: Yep. Yeah. And so the uh, so Rohan it just he leaves the food. Um, Aisha then. You know, as she as Rohan's leaving, she looks out the door and she sees somebody outside and she has a look on her face like, oh crap. Uh, and so later on when it's dark out, she walks out and it's Najma. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. It's been years at this point. Yeah. Right? Because the baby's a toddler. Um, so and Najma's like gone, yeah, so this is where you've been hiding. And uh, she's been searching for years, and she goes, "Yeah, so cool, great, I found you." Now we need to put our plan into action. Go home, and it's obvious that Aisha doesn't want to. She's she's made a life for right. herself here, and doesn't think it's a good idea. And I get the I got the sense that she also knew a little bit more than she was than she was saying.
1: It looked like it
0: yeah so but Aisha basically says look I hid the bangle for for safekeeping and and Najma's like cool yeah cool you you've got until sundown tomorrow and then we got to go home (laughs) okay so as all of this happening is happening the partition's happening as well and so Aisha says we got to go like to she's talking to Hassan and we got to go and um uh, Hassan, I think is, is, is the way he pronounced his name, not Hassan. Uh, Hassan, and and Aisha's saying we got to go, and Aisha gives Sana the bangle and says, "Hey, so this is going to keep you safe," and and it's it's on Sana's wrist, way too big for her. But um, we then flip to seeing uh, like hundreds of people walking to the train station to the migration. And Hassan's having trouble keeping up because he's still, he's limping, right? And uh, they sit for a second and Aisha shows him the bangle and says, yeah, so it's special. And she shows it and she shows it expanding and it glowing and everything. And he's going, what? I knew there was something going on, but what's going on with this? Well, it's special. You got to look after Sana and you guys need to get out of here. So we flip over to the train station, and people are clamoring, and it's it's crowded, and everybody's trying to get a seat. Um,
1: it's a nightmare. It is a nightmare.
0: Um, and Aisha looks behind her and sees Najma and says, "Yeah, so it's not safe. So you need to take Sana and go." And and Hassan is like going, "No, I'm not going to leave you. You got to go. Just go. Just go." Um, Aisha meets with Najma. Sana's still wearing the bangle. Um, Najma is basically going, yeah. So you kind of turned your back on us. So I'm gonna stab you. <laughs> <laughs> and she stabs her and kind of leaves. And Hassan's trying to get on the train, but he but as he like goes to enter the train entrance, he realizes Sana is not behind him. And we see Sana on the platform somewhere calling for her mother or her father, and uh, Aisha's dying, and she's holding a photo, and she's talking about... She She goes, what you seek is seeking you, which we, which we which know... Which is what we heard yeah. from before. Yeah, the inscription on the bangle. And it looks like it was inscribed on the bangle when she was dying. Like So we, we show her... Uh, she, she's saying what you seek is seeking you. The bangle shows itself getting written on, like, magically, or how, through Noor, or whatever. Um, the bangle itself glows uh, in Sana's hands, and she drops the bangle. Um, and it, when she dropped the bangle, the bangle may have disappeared? It's not really uh, clear. I, I don't... I didn't notice if it actually disappeared. It, there was or not. a flash of light right yeah and then Kamala is there.
1: that's basically when the teleportation happened
0: right and so there's some thought already uh, with folks that w- well so from the last episode when Kamala when uh, Najma went to stab Kamala and hit the bangle instead, she teleported to the past. Yeah. I think
1: it basically coincided with the inscription.
0: Yeah, so it looked like it looked like it was more of a coincidence and it was uh we can talk a little bit more about time travel in a little bit, but um there was some talk about this is one of those closed loops. So you remember back in Loki when he was asking, Well, what about the Avengers going back in time to return the stones and stuff? And he who remains was like, well, no, that was supposed to happen. Right. Right. So, um, and, and this looks like it might've been one of those was supposed to happen things. So. So Kamala, um, finds Aisha. And Aisha says, you've got to get Sana on the train to protect the bangle. Cause Aisha initially thought it was, uh. Sana, she originally thought Kamala was Sana as an adult, yeah. and and she goes no no no. <laughs> uh, but um, Aisha says you got to get Sana on the train, protect the bangle, and gives her the black and white picture of uh, her and Hassan and and Sana. So and then Aisha dies, and when Aisha dies, her eyes glow purple and that's kind of it the power the power moved on the power moved on right so kamala takes the photo and she's freaking out a little bit and she goes to find sana she starts hearing sana crying and calling out for uh her mom and dad and um kamala grabs a hold of sana and um says, "Okay, we're gonna go find him." And they they try to find him, but the problem is there's so many people. She can't really make it. She's she's like swimming upstream, basically. Yeah. And she can't make it through the crowd. So she goes, "Okay, so here's what we're gonna do, Sana. Uh, step on these. You want to play a game? Step on these hard light things." And she does, and she jumps, and she goes because Kamala can see Hasan, but she he, she just can't get to him. Right. So she's trying to kind of get Sana over the group of people and a sea of bodies. A sea of bodies. Um, and if if all the other shows with a kid in them sh- shows us the anything, kids can run and move through anything. So <laughs> um, so she creates the hard light discs for Sana to step on, and then Kamala gets knocked down, and one of her hard light discs dissipates into a trail of stars.
1: Well, was it that it dissipated into a trail of stars or did it just break cuz I wasn't really clear on this. It, so, like to me it looked like um
0: the, the the kid actually made the trail of stars. So I thought the same thing at one point and then I put on the audio description. Oh, um, okay. So and they talk about the disc dissipating into stars or sparkles and and so that that's that's the only reason i jumped to that conclusion because i thought that maybe sana had a little bit of newer that she wasn't uh being forthcoming about
1: but well like she just didn't know
0: right and she didn't know right so uh sana finds hassan and kamala realizes at that point that oh my god the trail of stars that was me (laughs) and the train takes off with hassan and sana the bangle starts glowing again, and Kamala is back in the courtyard in the present. Now, here's the other thing. There was a part of me that just said, "So what if Kamala took the other bangle?" Because there were two bangles at once. Yeah. Because what? Because when when she showed up, when I thought when it looked like the bangle had disappeared, I went, "Okay, so only only one bangle can be in in one place at one time. Cool, I can almost deal with that." Um the problem is that would have created a paradox. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because then the bangle Sana wouldn't have had the bangle to give to Kamala. <laughs> yeah. So um so they did the, they did the smart thing, kept them separate. <laughs> so um, cuz there's still a part of me that wants to see if they're like the Negabands or the Quantum Bands and you bang them together and something happens. Um, yeah, that'd be kind of cool, but right. I guess we're, we're st- staying with one. Right, right. So we're back at the present, and Kamala kind of n- not really wakes up, but she she's lying down on the ground. She uh, sits up, and we see a crack in the air, and it appears that the veil between Noor and our Earth is opening. Fantastic, because that, yeah, that that's just that, exactly what you wanted for your afternoon. That always ends well. Uh, we flip to Manuba, uh, Kamala's mom, and she's trying to call Kamala, and she's not answering. And uh,
1: uh, the hero, the hero you are trying to reach, is currently dealing with a life-threatening crisis. Please try again later.
0: Right, and uh, Kamala's brother says, "Hey, you know, why don't you just use that Find My Phone app?" Yeah. And she's like, "What? How? Why? He's how? am art. I just? Why am I just hearing about this now? Because <laughs> you shouldn't know about this. Because you shouldn't know about it is really what it is, right? So, uh, Faria, one of the other clandestines, because uh, we flip back to where Kamala is uh, and where the crack is, Faria is saying, like, we can go home.' So Faria goes to the light, and audio description and captioning says describes the she gets covered in a black crystalline rock. Yep. And the black crystalline rock crumbles away and leaves a skeleton, and Fariha is dead.
1: You can never go home again.
0: Right. So, oh, okay, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll get into that in a minute. Um, Kamala tries to blast the veil with hard light, uh, but it ends up looks like it looks like it makes it worse like it charged it up a little bit
1: yeah a little
0: <laughs> um and Najma is like I can make it I can do this and Kamala's going don't do it Kamran needs you and Najma is torn and then she goes well okay I think I can close it she gets close also turns to crystalline rock and a skull underneath, or, or a skeleton underneath, and disintegrates. The difference here is it looked like a blast of light left Najma when she did this. Yeah. Um, so and,
1: I, I think she did actually just give up her power, and some, well, some of her power.
0: Yeah. And and it appears from another scene is well, so when she when she disintegrates, the veil does close in on itself finally. The the light from Najma finds Kamran and enters him. Giving
1: him the same power
0: by the looks of it. Yeah, by the looks of it. That Kamala has. It's just a different shade of blue. (laughs) Yeah. So um, now in the comics, Kamran has some sort of light powers. Uh, But again, we don't really... All right, so this this is where I was going to get into it. Um, I was about to give up on the Terrigen Mists in Human Thing. Uh-huh. Until this episode. And when they did the Crystalline Cocoon...
1: Yeah, it, that very much
0: looked like the Terrigen... Uh, very much looked like the Terrigen Thing. From, from, from the show, from right. uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And to the point where Terrigen Mists... Will, will encompass you in a cocoon if you are inhuman you come out the other side like you yeah. with your powers if you are not you die yep so there might be some weird twisted thing that they do to try to close the gap I don't know at this point um, but it it seemed odd that it was so close to what we expected out of the Terrigen Mist experience
1: right. It's very very close. Uh, pretty much the same thing.
0: Right. So uh, the veil vale, uh, closes in. Um, Maniba because she used the find my kid <laughs> feature on the phone. Yeah, the, uh, the low jack. They they find the courtyard uh, and Maniba and Sana and Maniba sees Kamala's. Hard light thing when she tried to blast the the veil, crack and and Maneba goes. Wait, you're that light girl, <laughs> because remember they called her Nightlight. Yeah, <laughs> um, still a terrible name. And and Maniva's shocked, but Sana's just like on. I told you we're magic. <laughs> you know, we it's yeah we've got it. So then Kamala shows Sana the black and white picture that she got from aisha because the other thought at one point was that is this actually her consciousness going back in time and and seeing visions of everything that's happening even though she was able to affect it but she had proof like she brought back proof from the past yeah so um so muniba's basically freaking out a little bit and she's going how's this all happening and and Kamala's like, I'm not really sure how to answer this. <laughs> I'm, I'm not the expert on yeah, this. Yeah, and Sana's <laughs> like, like saying, let's just go home. So uh, they go home, and Kamala s- says, well, while they're in the courtyard, actually, while they're in the courtyard, uh, Red Dagger, uh, Kareem, says, yeah, I'll leave you guys to it, and he takes off. Um, well, he tries to take off. Well yeah well yeah so right and he so he he also gives Kamala his red scarf yeah that, that covers his face which is cool <laughs> again i think it's still going to be it's another thing that's going to be part of her uniform um i think she's going to just combine everything uh, but i think yeah, i've got other thoughts about that as well too so but uh, so uh, they're, they're saying, let's go home, and Kamal says, yeah, uh, cool, I got to check on something, and then we don't see her create the hard light discs, but she does, because Maneva's flipping out a little bit, um, but she chases after Kareem just to say, hey, thanks for everything, um, if you need anything, I'm just call away, um, because remember from the last episode, Walid who's kind of like the mentor of the red daggers he's dead dead. right so um so basically you know she says i'm just a call away um and he goes well you know i would come to the united states but i may or may not be wanted for a few things (laughs) (laughs) um so cool she goes back down. Muniba finds Kamala's broken necklace, which used to have her name in Urdu. Um, and now it's just a broken necklace that looks bolt. like the lightning bolt. Right.
1: That was really cute. They're, they're just like bits and pieces. They're putting the costume together. Exactly.
0: Exactly. So um, back at home, Sana is showing Kamala old pictures of Muniba. And she says, Yeah, your your mother was a bit of a wild child. Uh I remember she was on the road, she you know, she took off on the road to follow this Bruce Springs Springfield or whatever she said. <laughs> and, and and she goes, No, don't lie, it was Bon Jovi <laughs> <laughs> And that goes back to what, first first episode yeah. or second
1: episode when they were talking about her her dad and her. Yep. That, so that's basically where her dad and her met.
0: Yes, yeah. And so, yeah, and Muniba's saying, yeah, so your father and I had a, our own adventures. And she says, uh, I think I've been holding on so tight because I'm not ready to let you go. And Sana, at that point, is saying, maybe, I think that's, I, I didn't hold on tight enough. And the three of them have a moment. It's a great little family moment. That's it is. It's <laughs> completely, completely not realistic. <laughs> it is. And so, meanwhile, we flip back to New Jersey, finally. And Bruno is there, and he's taking out the trash. And Comron comes around the corner and surprises him. And Comron's like, I didn't know where else to go. And Bruno's like going, oh, my God, this guy. Uh, uh, but Comron goes, <laughs> hey, you know, look, this I know this is awkward and everything, but um, can we restart? He goes, I'm, I, my name is Comron. And he holds his hand out to shake hands. And Bruno can't hold his hand out because his his hand is broken on, on that one. But he, he, he does sh- a little elbow bump. He does yeah, does a little thing with his left hand, and uh, and he goes, uh, "My name is Bruno." And Cameron's like going, "What?" He goes, "All this time, <laughs> like, crap! I thought I, I, thought I it really, was <laughs> I really thought your name was Brian." He goes, "Yeah, you know, after the fourth or fifth time, I kind of let it go." <laughs> so. Um, so Cameron says, "I need to stay here until my mom comes." And Bruno's going, "Well, uh, yeah." And, and, Bru- and Cameron's like, "Where's your Where's your parents?" And they're not around. We still don't know exactly what happened with Bruno's parents.
1: No, we don't. Well, he says, um, Bruno says something, and Cameron says, "Well, she's she's she wouldn't have left me or something like that." And uh, then Bruno says, "Well, my parents aren't around anymore either." Right. Or like we don't have a story on what's going on with him. Not yet. Yeah. Um, That's season I, two stuff.
0: It's got to be season two stuff, right? E- either
1: that or they're uh, they're the, uh,
0: oh, the, the bad guys. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and, and it could be uh, season two, Bruno and Conron buddy cop story, uh, you know, oh, story be, on the road. That'd be
1: fun. <laughs> I, I, I would watch that. That sounds pretty good. Right.
0: So um, at that point, a Stark drone shows up outside of the apartment.
1: Well, specifically, this is um, Bruno's apartment. Damage Control.
0: Dam- oh, it, damage yeah, it's definitely Damage Control, but the drones are made by Stark, though, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, so it's a Damage Control drone. Comron blasts it with his new hard light powers, which is cool, except the drone on the way down blasts the Circle Q market and blows yep. it up. Just it bl- fires it- like
1: it re- responds with f- yep.
0: with firing missiles. Yep, and, and it just
1: blows up the building.
0: Yep, it, it blew it up just like that deli from Spider Man. Like yeah. it's just yeah. devastated. Um, oh, and be- but right before that, Bruno looks at 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 Cameron and says, "You have powers too." And then explosion and credits. <laughs> um, <laughs> a good, good lead into to the last episode of the series. Here's the thing. I This is not what I was expecting. No. I neither. think the big bad fight at the end is going to be with damage control. Yeah, more than likely. Because, like, Najma's gone. Yeah. So With a bit of a redeeming arc. Yeah. A, a, a little. Like, a very little yeah, bit. Yeah, very, very small bit. Right. Um...
1: But it's going to be Cameron and Kamala, uh, and Bruno helping with probably
0: tech stuff. Right, he's going to be the guy in the chair.
1: Yeah, the guy in the chair.
0: Um, (laughs) There's always a guy in the chair. There's always a guy in the chair. Um, So, but here's the it's so weird that we only have one episode left because like we still have to close the loop on the Nakia thing. Yeah, and probably have to close the loop on Zoe of in some way. Zoe. Maybe which one was Zoe? Zoe is the the blonde girl who Oh, right, Got right, right. rescued. I, yeah.
1: I, I I don't think Mean Girls is going to get any <laughs> any
0: anything to do with it. Well, didn't we last see her talking with Damage Control? Yeah, but she got released. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Um I don't know. It's weird uh which still begs the question like we're we're going to be against Damage Control probably. Yeah. Or here's the other thing is there maybe somebody damage control sends in to take to take her in
1: like we get a vill- like, like a, we super? get a superpower, a superpower yeah. villain that we, that we catch
0: that'd be that'd be interesting maybe somebody from val
1: uh also could yeah
0: right I mean I don't know, I don't know, it's weird. Um it's weird that it's damage control that's yeah. ending up to be the big bad. I thought we were gonna get a big bat or a big fight between Najma and and the clandestines and, and Kamala. And while we did get that fight, that's not what took them out, right? I mean Yeah. So that all is very strange. I don't know. I still like the. I still like the series. Um, I really am enjoying the cultural aspects of, of this show. Um, yeah, because it's cultures um, that the, I don't know much about. For one, yeah, thing.
1: it's a different different view, uh, something different from what they've done before. So
0: I, I really like that. Well, and they're not. They're just presenting the culture, and not cramming any. It doesn't feel like they're cramming any political agenda behind it. They're just right. presenting the culture, and that's cool. I, I dig. Like that. this, this is what happens. This is just what happens, and 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 what happened. Yeah. So uh, I I like that. Um. So I'm backpedaling a little bit on my Tarjan miss thing, but I don't know what to expect. I I really at this point. Um. I will say. I don't know if they're going to try to tie it in. So in the comics, like years after Kamala, uh, Ms. Marvel premiered, but in the comics they did this whole thing where underage superheroes ended up being illegal. And I, yeah. think, they, and I think they even called it Kamala's Law. Because oh. Kamala got hurt in a in a superhero battle. And... I wonder if they twist it around and do something like that. Uh, that could be the way to go on this one. I hope not. And then the other part of all this is: Are we gonna get a photon or a Captain Marvel cameo? I hope so. Like I hope they do
1: something. On, I think on we kind of. Ha- it feels like we have to, right? It just. Well, I can see Photon coming in to, like, get her out of the way of uh, damage control or to smooth stuff out or something.
0: Right. And we don't know of any other Jersey heroes, really. It's not like the Hell's Kitchen heroes are going to come over from from New York. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so I don't know. It'll be fun. It'll be fun to see what's what's going on. The other thing is this series has done an amazing job with the with the soundtrack. Oh yeah, uh, and and Marvel's been doing a really great job with soundtracks anyway. But yeah, the it extends to the TV shows and it's been it's been great. So okay, so uh, I I take it you enjoyed the episode. I definitely am having fun with the show. Yeah. Cool. Alright, I think that'll wrap things up. I mean, unless you have something more. No,
1: I'm just really looking forward to the finale to see how you know where it ends up. Yep. How how they're gonna tie this into because we know she's in the next movie, so Right, right. Well not the next well, movie. Whatever. The, she's in the movie. Yeah, she's
0: in Marvels. The Marvels. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so um
1: all right. I, I, I like I like signing it out as the Marvels, make the, it more like a <laughs> like a fifties uh um, Girl group. <laughs> right. Yeah, girl group. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, and with Tina Turner and the (laughs) Marvells. Right. (laughs) All right, and with that, we will see you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye, everybody.